Thanks for joining us. This is Nerds with Mikes. I'm Justin. And I'm Travis. Travis, I just, I don't know, I'm not feeling this one. Yeah, I don't really know if I can record this episode, to be honest with you. I'm just, I'm just really missing Maxwell. I know, his absence is taking a toll I think, on the show. Yeah, I think he, I think he went down, down to Miami. I think he's doing something down there. I think he moved down there. Miami, Florida? <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> Mr. 305! <laughs> oh, Worldwide, <laughs> Max. Is that Maxwell? I, is it Pitbull? He must have Pitbull syndrome. Oh, yeah, no. sorry guys. It's it's me. It's Maxwell. I uh, I just I moved down to Miami, and now I got a lot of white suits, and uh, you know my <laughs> shirt but unbuttoned all the time, and I, I just I can't help it. Did you shave your head? Uh, well, shave my head, my chest. So, you know. <laughs> Just a goatee now. <laughs> oh, man. That was my worst fear when you were moving down there, is that you would become one of those pit bull people. <laughs> well, you know, I hear there's also big things in there. You know, I I just found, I didn't just find out, I just realized, I'd say maybe a month ago, that Flo Rida's name comes from separating the word Florida. I had no idea. Until, <laughs> Are you serious? I had no idea. I don't. Oh, wow. I never put two and two together, so. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's so. like that other rapper, North Carolina. I don't think no, there's no rapper named that. No. That joke did not land. No, I, I totally was bought in. I was like, "Who is this rapper? And where can I find his music?" So, uh, but yeah. So, uh, welcome everyone. So, uh, this is episode five, right? Uh, yeah. This might be. Is this like your second episode, Maxwell? <laughs> I feel like it. No, nah, I think it's maybe your third. Third one. Yeah. Third. Yeah. So, welcome back, though. How's everything going down in uh, Florida? <laughs> it's it's uh it's good man and speaking of flow rider he's got like a show it seems like every other week i'm like hearing him on the radio they're like some <laughs> festival music festival like it's always going on um for different occasions and uh he's always here singing stuff so it's they have flow rider festivals that sounds <laughs> terrible <laughs> well he just shows up whatever <laughs> festival but oh man well that's terrible well uh well i'm so glad that you're back to join us and we don't have to put up with that girl emily from last week again she's the worst <laughs> oh man no actually we really appreciate her coming on but but glad to have you back nevertheless so and it's great I'm to know to that back. yeah it's great to know that you actually haven't been sent up in space yet i don't know when the timeline is for that so <laughs> you know they may have found out since you're an al pitbull fan you will not be going <laughs> to the international space station that's right yeah they, they cut the budget for me yeah well that's good so um all right so what uh, now, Maxwell? I know that obviously for the past month you have been doing nothing but working and training on your days off. So, this question may not appeal to you, and you could be perfectly honest. But Justin, we'll go ahead and start with you on what have you been playing this week? That's a good question. Uh, not a whole lot. I did play some Uncharted, and I think that's really it. Just Uncharted. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay, <laughs> I'm boring. Well, yeah. Well, I uh, I also have been playing Uncharted, but I actually beat it a couple nights ago really? uh yes and uh it was everything i wanted it to be really yeah and and honestly at the end of the game there is kind of spoiler a spoiler alert no it's okay, not, i'm not gonna give it away but but when you think the game ends uh after i want to say maybe it's after the credits or maybe pre before the credits you get to play through kind of a crash bandicoot 
No, again. No. Actually, you do get to play yeah. Crash Bandicoot again, but you also get to play a different character you don't play throughout the whole game. It's really interesting. So oh I, gosh. I suggest you beat it. <laughs> I'm gonna try. But yeah, I was totally surprised by uh, by the ending because, um, you know, I you and I both kind of talked about how we felt that you know this person or that person may die, and I was actually surprised by the outcome. It wasn't what I expected. So, hmm. but yeah, it's definitely worth playing if you're if you're an Uncharted fan for sure. I also gave my uh, my first hand at online in Uncharted, and actually, surprisingly, it's I didn't I, I couldn't imagine Uncharted being a, a really good multiplayer game, but actually, it's surprisingly really good. Yeah, they're great. I played two and three, and then I played the open beta for four, and they're just they're so much fun. Yeah, and one of the things that really surprised me about the game, and I don't know if you've gotten to this point yet, but when you go into settings after you beat the game, there's a I guess you're a, you're accruing some form of currency throughout the game to be able to unlock secret things. Oh, nice. uh, and there's a, a section under settings, I think it's called bonus, but there is like, I want to say 20 or 25 different like filters that you can apply to the game. You can even play the whole game as an 8-bit game. Oh my gosh. Um, or there's like vignette, or there's all sorts of different little filters that you can do. Um, but there's also obviously like cheats where you can unlock different weapons. Um, but some of the other things that I thought was interesting is you can turn on like uh, no gravity. So when you jump, yeah. So it's really strange. And then they also have like slow mo, and then they also have like bullet time. So it really allows you to go through and play the game a different way than what you would have played it, you know, the first time through. Yeah. So, because um, I have not played the full game multiplayer yet, can you have like custom lobbies, or is it all just matchmaking? Because if you could have custom lobbies and enable some of those settings, that would be a lot of fun. I know that you can do. So I just did the um, the fine match, but there was an option to actually do um, like to create like a private match. Uh, okay. But I don't know if you can apply any of those settings. That would be awesome. It would be if they had servers that were unranked that you could just do all oh, that yeah. stuff for fun. That would be really cool. So uh, now Maxwell, um, have you been playing anything, or have you just been too busy? Uh. On the flights, actually, uh, for training, I was playing my old Game Boy uh, Micro. You still have, I... like, physically you still have that? <laughs> yeah. It's the one I got when I was in Japan, and I didn't charge it since 2006. And I've used it on three different occasions since then, plus two trips since I moved down this year uh, on the plane, and it's never had to recharge it. That's insane. That's, that's incredible. Uh, I, I know. Gosh. It's ridiculous. Um, but I have been playing uh, Metroid Fusion. Well, that's okay. a fantastic game. Finally beat that. Yeah. So Good. Makes me want more of those games. Yeah. Fun fact. Uh, the Game Boy Micro in the last month has gotten more use than the PlayStation Vita. Well, <laughs> what's sad is I actually believe that. No. <laughs> um, well, and one of the things I wanted to mention to you, Maxwell, because I don't know if you – I don't think you got to this part in the last episode, but there was a, a game that uh, Emily, a.k.a. Mystique Siren, brought up last week uh, that I thought about you. There's a game coming out called ReCore. I don't know if you've looked it up, but it's actually from the uh, the main man behind uh, Mega Man and also um, from the makers of Metroid. Uh, this game called ReCore is coming out. And it's basically a side-scrolling, uh, it's like an action shooter, but you get to put like your, you have a robotic dog that has like an orb inside of it, and you're able to take that orb out and put it into other mechanical things uh, that help you progress through the stages and stuff. So I thought that was a game that, that you would find interesting, because I know you're a fan of Mega Man and Metroid. So Yeah, that's right up my alley. Now, is that a side-scrolling game, or is it, um, I, I, it looks, the photos look like it's uh, 
I think uh, I think it's third a third person. I think it's uh I think it's a third person. I want to say it's a third person 3D like side scroller. Kind of like those trying games where they're not I don't I, I don't know. They it may be fully 3D. I'm not 100% sure to be honest with you. But anyways, I just thought I'd tell you about that cuz at this point Mighty Number no. 9 is never going to come out. So <laughs> I've kind of yeah. I've kind of given up on that game. So uh well, so let's get into uh one of the things that I want to talk about now, Justin hasn't, still has not seen Captain America. No, I have not. Still, have you seen any movies like ever? <laughs> no, not recently. No. Okay, and I kind of talked about on the last episode about my thoughts on Captain America. But Maxwell, since you're on the show, I would I would like to get your thoughts on how you like Captain America. You don't have to give us a full fledged review, but just kind of your thoughts about it because there's an interesting thing that we kind of want to bring up around around the you know, the box office. So what's your thoughts on Captain America? Um, well, I went and it was like jam packed. It was, uh, it was either the day of or the next day that it came out, but I, uh, yeah, it was a Saturday. So I remember, uh, being surprised that they, how well it was put together. Nothing felt like rushed. Uh, they jam packed a lot of people in there, but it didn't feel like forced. Honestly, I thought that they did a really good job of, uh, I guess the composure of it. Yeah, that was one of the things that I took away from the movie was that, I mean, if you think about this, this movie had more people in it than what Avengers had, and I was afraid that they weren't going to do a great job of balancing the characters, and I thought that everybody had you know equal equal screen time, I think, and as far as importance in the movie. You know, there was a couple things that at first I didn't get, like... Hawkeye comes out of nowhere and he's just Team Cap, but I guess you know that's because he owed a debt to her uh, to um, to what's her face's brother. I can't remember her name now. Uh, Scarlet Witch to her brother since he saved him right. in the last Avengers movie. So I guess that kind of explains why. But uh, but yeah, I thought it was a I thought it was a good movie. I thought as many characters was in it, it could have went all over the place, but they did a good job of kind of reeling it in. So did you not think though that? Uh, did you not want to see towards the end of the movie though, you know, them fighting all those winter soldiers? Do you think like maybe they built that up to nothing? Yeah, that part was a little disappointing, honestly. But eh, at the same time, I, I like that uh when movies are directing you towards something and then it just completely changes, uh, like throws you off, like a little twist. Uh especially if it's taking stuff that's in a comic or some kind of story that's already been told before and then making it unique. Well, if if I can ask, are you Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Oh God! <laughs> if you had to choose, that's what are you? That's, that's I'm tough. Team, I'm Team Cap all the way. Yeah, I think I have to be. I mean, America. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're neither because you haven't seen the movies. So. I've seen the Iron Man and the Captain America movies, and based on that, I have an opinion. Okay, well, what's your opinion? I can't stand Iron Man. Oh, okay. The character, so yeah, Team Cap. Okay, well, fair enough. All right, well, um, Justin, uh, you want to talk? Uh, oh, actually, yeah. So, what's one of the things that you've seen recently about Captain America in the news, Justin? Okay, so generally, when a big movie comes out, a uh, Star Wars or a superhero movie, uh, they dominate the top spot at the box office for several, several weeks. And Captain America only made it two weeks at number one, and it was dethroned this week by a big movie. I think you were looking forward to it. I think you saw it, didn't you? You know, I might have seen it. I, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maxwell, did you see this movie? You know what we're going to talk about, right? It's <laughs> no, based on a but, very popular but, video game. Yeah. Angry Birds, the movie, beat Captain America. Oh, man. That just is mind-blowing. Like, I know children's movies do well, but that well? <laughs> I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, I'm kind of like you. I mean, typically the first month the movie's out, it usually dominates the box office. It is really surprising to see that this movie has, you know, outpaced that in week three. Um, You know, but Angry Birds, like (laughs) I've seen little to no promotion for this movie. Right. I mean, but if you think about how big the video game has began, I mean, it's pretty much on any phone, any device you could pick up. Xbox, PlayStation, you know, computer. I mean, anything that you could play a game on, this game is on. Uh, also, you know, the fact that the fact that the you know there's so many kids following this game, you know, that's probably the, obviously the majority of the movie, right? Yeah. But you know, but then again, like when I was a kid, though, I was a fan of superheroes and not birds. I mean, <laughs> not that I hate birds, but. I just, you know, if it came down to seeing a superhero movie or a bird movie, I was going to see right. a superhero movie. Right. And the thing is, though, is like me personally, like I like when I went to see Captain America, I seen it again, like within the first like the first like I seen it twice when the first week it was out. So yeah. I think a lot of people that are going to see that movie are going to see it multiple times within the first probably two weeks. And I don't know if maybe that's why we've seen such a drop off, but yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So uh so you had some interesting news about a show that I am unfamiliar with called, oh, man. called Fargo. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen the movie but I've never seen the show. Have you seen Fargo, Maxwell, the show? No. Okay. It's not a sequel or anything to the movie. It's its own thing, but it kinda has like the same tone, you know. But uh they 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 just finished up their second season a few months ago and they're casting for season three. And they always get these big stars to join the season. It's like a mini series. Uh, each season has its own story. It kind of wraps up real nicely. Then they do another season. It's kind of like True Detectives in that fashion, I guess. Exactly. Right? It's a okay. good comparison, except better. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Fargo's second season was phenomenal. But anyway, uh, Ewan McGregor just signed on for season three. And what makes his signing so interesting is he's playing two roles. He's playing brothers. Uh, apparently, one's really successful and everything. And the other one is, you know... I think they said he's going to be fat and bald and unsuccessful. So I can't really wait to see you and McGregor uh, in this show. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I could watch Hugh and McGregor in anything. Um, you know, he was in, he's been in several roles. Like I loved big fish. Oh yeah. I've obviously loved him in star Wars. He was also in that movie. I can't remember the name of it with Jim Carrey where they play gay lovers. Oh, uh, Philip Morris. Yeah. Like that movie was even really good. Um, you know, about anything that he does, he does fantastic in. Yeah. So the fact that he's going to be able to play two different characters in the same it kind of like kind of reminds me when Eddie Murphy used to play all these different characters in the Nutty Professor yeah. movies, you know, he, you know, but you just lumped Fargo in with the Nutty Professor. If it could be done, <laughs> I'll do it. But uh but Hugh McGregor's also in a new movie coming out where he's like just wandering through a desert. I can't remember the name of it, but oh, it, it looks really super interesting, but hmm. But if you say that Fargo is super good, I will have to watch it, especially now that Hugh McGregor is on board. So. Yeah, definitely check it out. The first season, uh, it had Billy Bob Thornton and Martin Freeman. Oh, okay. And the second season had uh, Kirsten Dunst and uh, Patrick Wilson, the guy from uh, The Conjuring. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's... What network is this on? FX. Wow. Yeah, it's this really good. a really good cast. Yeah, oh, yeah. Both seasons have had just amazing uh, casts, and it's just a really, really good show. Well, maybe Maxwell and I will watch, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm really more excited about something that's near and dear to all of our hearts and all of our childhood hearts. Maxwell, do you want to tell me what we're talking about? 
my childhood heart. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, you talked to. I mean, if anything was worth crying over a cardboard box van <laughs> full of an, full of animal crackers, it would be what you're about to talk about. Am I right? Yeah, you remembered. <laughs> of course, um, I did. Yeah. So June third, we got the new uh, Ninja Turtle movie with um, what is it? Out of the shadows. And what's cool about this one uh, is it's pulling up, like you're saying, those stuff that's kind of pulling on our uh, childhood heartstrings. <laughs> so, but it, here's my thoughts on it. So, there's a lot of people. On one site, he is listed as Super Shredder versus Shredder. So, I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, you get Baxter Stockman, who we all know well as uh, being like the guy that turns into the fly, right? Correct, and that's, yeah, that's played by Tyler Perry. Yeah, I've seen that. That is pretty... hopefully he brings some Medea into it. Oh, Medea goes to Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> out of the ooze with Medea. That's right. Uh, we got Bebop and Rocksteady, uh, Casey Jones, and Krang is going to be in it. So and this even... is like a full-on like season of the cartoon in one movie. Yeah, and you for yeah, and the one of the. One of the things that I wanted to talk about, because I, I know that I don't think you or Justin watched the show, but uh, it has um, the guy that plays Arrow as Casey Jones, uh, S- Stephen Amell, and I just love him as an actor, and I'm really excited for him to be in the Casey Jones role because that's one of my favorite characters as well. So, oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, I, I never I haven't watched Arrow, so yeah. But I'm I'm like, is this the new Transformers Four where there's just so much going on that? By the end of it, you're like, okay, is it over yet? It's three and a half hours, and you're just tired. Yeah, you know, it could be one of those things where there's several different storylines going on, and it could be one of those things if they don't do a good enough job of keeping the pace, it may just seem all over the place at once. But, I mean, I think with the last Ninja Turtles movie, for what it was, I mean, it wasn't a, I wouldn't say it was a terrible movie. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I'm kind of excited for this, especially, I just hope they do Crane right. You know what I mean? Because that 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 character will be hard to do on screen. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So especially because I think you see Crane out of his body, just kind of like crawling around with his little arms and stuff. It's <laughs> real real weird. So yeah. But uh, but I'm curious. I'm curious if because none of the trailers that I've seen. I'm curious if uh, Baxter Stockman, which is obviously played by Tyler Perry if he is going to get turned into the fly in this movie at some point, because if they, if, if he is, they haven't shown it in any of the previews, which I would be surprised if, if they do. So that, that would be, exciting. well, maybe they're doing it right and not throwing everything that, into the previews. Exactly. That's what I, that's what I'm hoping for. So, and I don't remember is Will Arnett's character vermin. Was he, was he in the cartoon shows or is this just a character that was created just for the movies? Cause I don't remember him, uh, Vernon something I'm honestly not sure yeah because I because I don't remember him from the cartoons or anything like that but but yeah man if if they do I do you not feel like the last the shredder in the last movie was already super shredder I mean he was basically yeah, no, a transformer was... so I don't know I don't know what exactly super, super shredder is going to be in this movie maybe he'll shoot yeah. lasers out of his eyes I don't know <laughs> maybe he already was yeah, yeah. I don't know. now Justin you haven't really said much are you a fan of turtles or what Oh, the, yeah, back in the day, but I wasn't a big fan of the last movie. And you know what's not got good reviews? Uh, and this isn't even in the notes, but I want to talk about it. Uh, so there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game that came out called, um, I want to say it's uh, Turtles in Manhattan or something in Manhattan, but 
it has not been received very well. It's pretty terrible from what I, everything that I've read and seen. Yeah. So don't go buy that game unless you get it for free because evidently it's garbage. So, and uh, now Maxwell, I don't know which I don't know which has more of a special place in your heart: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Aliens. Uh, the series probably Ninja Turtles, but based on what's out now. Yeah, it's going to be Aliens. Um, so here's the new thing coming up. Now, this is a little different because we have the title of this movie is Alien colon Covenant. But it's, Did you just say colon? <laughs> he did. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you it's mean. It's not in the title. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. um, it's about but the it's, Aliens Digestive Tract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you've never seen it before. But <laughs> Alien Covenant is... Um, is actually a follow-up to Prometheus. Okay. But you wouldn't know that based on the title. You'd think Alien as in Aliens, Ripley, and all that stuff. Now, some things that are coming up with that movie, it's not going to be out until next year. But the main character from Prometheus, um, I'm not sure how to say her name, Nomi Rapace, mm-hmm. she and Michael Fassbender, if you remember, uh, left the planet to go hunt down basically the engineer's planet. Well, in this movie, she's not in it, and it's taking place just 10 years after Prometheus, as far as the timeline goes. But her character's not in it whatsoever. Um, hmm. And then, what do we have? Um, so Michael Fassbender is going to be David again. So he's the only person to reprise a role. He's the android, um, right? Is that correct? That's right, yeah. Okay. So I assume he got his head put back on his body. But um, this is going to take place on the engineer's planet. And there's some leaked photos out there right now where Terrifying. it shows like a bunch of yeah, it's like the creepiest thing. There's a bunch of like burnt bodies all over the uh, planet and stuff. Um, now, one of the people that was in actually Angry Birds movie, <laughs> one of the voices, <laughs> uh, Danny McBride. Is oh, gonna be what? One of the, Kenny uh, Powers. Yeah, he's going to be one of the crew members on the ship, The Covenant. Oh man. Um, <laughs> So he's obviously usually like a comedy guy, right? And he was um, <laughs> raunchy too. He's he's extremely vulgar. Yeah, remember Land of the Lost with Will Ferrell? <laughs> yeah, I remember. So him. is he just going to be yeah. like oh, man. that same kind of character? I've never seen him in a serious role. So. Who was? What was the? So you had mentioned I, I, I can't remember, but uh, Michael Fassbender's character David, and who was the other girl that left the planet? What was her name? No, oh, I don't know. Her real name's like Nomi Rapace. I can't remember the character name. Oh, okay. Because I was looking on IMDb, and there's Catherine Watterson uh, that's uh, going to be Daniels. I don't know if that is anybody It was from the first movie. No, but yeah, that's new character. Everybody's a new character except Man, for um, I wonder. David. I wonder how they're going to explain that. I'm sure they'll tie it in on what happened to her, I would assume. Yeah. So, But on top of that, depending, this movie has to come first, and then... Um, I, I don't know what year it will come out, but they are working on an Alien 5. And this is where I'm getting actually more excited because it will have um, Sigourney Weaver in it. It will have the guy that played... Um, oh, gosh. I can't remember their names. Uh-oh. Oh. Aliens 2, basically the... Oh, my goodness. It's all that partying with Pitbull that... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, the the guy that she leaves the planet with on uh, Aliens, uh, and then the little girl Newt, they're going to be in this movie as well. So they kind of have pushed Alien Three and Resurrection to like a different, like a parallel universe kind of deal, and they're just kind of skipping those and just taking part after Aliens. 
Um, so that's honestly what all the fans have always wanted to see those stories go. I know they have several books that have gone that route, um, but it'll be really, really exciting to see how that goes with the original actors. And um, it's Neil Blom, Blomkamp, Blomkamp, Camp, yeah, whatever the guy that did um, District Nine, yeah, yeah, in Elysium. And we both. won't talk about Chappie. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, both those two movies are really good. Chappie is questionable. But yeah, no, that I mean, that's really exciting because uh, the fact that Sigourney Weaver is going to be reprising her role as Ripley in Aliens 5 will be pretty sweet, I think. Justin, have you seen any of the Aliens movies at all? Uh, year, I mean, years ago. I'm not a huge fan. Um, but yeah. 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 Didn't, didn't uh, she say that... Uh, Maxwell, I think you read the article that uh, she was not a fan of the Alien Aliens versus Predator movies or something like that. Sigourney Weaver, I think she had like said that she was not a fan of those movies at all. She thought they were terrible. Or did I, I just said you don't remember? Ah, oh, well, it sounds familiar. Well, I read it, and that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Understand? <laughs> well, she's a smart woman. Those movies are crap. Yeah. So, um, now speaking, uh, I know we talked about. Um, Captain America earlier. Yeah. There's been some news uh, with uh, Disney and Netflix, right, Justin? Yeah. So they, uh, they came to an agreement. Um, so generally when a movie is out of theaters and on home media, it goes to like HBO or stars or something like that. Um, Disney and Netflix made a deal that Netflix will be the, um, the holder of all these movies, uh, Disney, Marvel, Pixar, and Star Wars. So any movie that's under that umbrella that comes out in 2016 and beyond will go to Netflix and will bypass the uh, paid channels like HBO and Cinemax and Stars. So that doesn't apply to Force Awakens. It actually already has a deal with uh, Stars, but it does apply to Captain America. Um, Rogue. It, yeah, any of the new ones coming out. Yeah, Rogue One, and then you also have your like your Zootopias and Finding Dories and stuff like that. Doctor Strange, um, but all of these movies now will go just to Netflix, kind of eliminating the need for HBO. Well, that's that's pretty big news, honestly. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, that's a that's a huge move on Netflix. Yeah, it, I mean, Netflix is gradually just. I mean, we all we all know that it's a force, except for Maxwell because he he Hulu and commits, but yeah, um, you know. <laughs> For those of us who still Netflix and chill, um, this is a big deal because, uh, I mean, they are producing quality television similar to HBO, but and but now they've secured the rights to the, one of the largest makers of movies in the world. I mean, well, I think it only makes sense. I mean, Netflix has been the home for a lot of these original Marvel series. I mean, you have, yeah. you know, you have Daredevil, you have Jessica Jones. Um, when are we gonna get a Star Wars series? I don't know, Gosh, but that would be sweet if they did a, happen. if they did a Star Wars series between like uh, movies, be kind of legit. Um, you know, yeah, I mean that makes sense. I, I I think it's awesome the fact that they're doing that. Now, of course, a lot of people are probably going to bicker that don't have Netflix and they want to be able to watch those movies, and those are the only ways they can do it, even if they already have HBO and stuff. So. Yeah, or data caps. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like me, I have all the data caps. Maxwell, you got data cap down there. Uh, that's a good question. You probably don't. We'll probably find <laughs> out before we surpass it. You probably got amazing internet down there. I don't want to hear it. So, at least you don't have Frontier anymore, so that DSL. Oh gosh, yeah. It's, <laughs> I can actually see the frame rates in the shows I watch now. That's <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, yeah, so now... On the uh, Disney thing, is that going to be like old stuff as well? Um, it may. They may eventually grab you know, some of the older... I mean, some of the older stuff's on there now. Because um, look... If I can't get 
the cartoon Robin Hood, then I don't want any of it. I mean, it might be on there. Like they have uh, like old Disney animated movies on there, but um, this deal just secures all future movies. Yeah, well, that's so, awesome. Yeah, I bet you they won't have rights to the ones that are still in the vault. No, <laughs> so I'll catch Captain America when it's on Netflix. Yeah, before it goes in the vault. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so enough about Disney. Yeah. Actually, speaking of Disney, <laughs> enough about it, but let's talk some yeah, more. No, I just has anybody seen Zootopia? I just watched it last night and it was pretty good. We actually oh, I love it. That's it a, was so good. I we're thinking about going Friday to the drive-in to see it. Have you not seen it at all? No. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, we're going to take Owen and go to the drive-in. Yeah, it's actually really good. I I was surprised how much I liked it. I liked it being a 32-year-old man. It's good. <laughs> uh yeah, so Game of Thrones. Hide your kids. Yeah, hide, hide your, your kids. wife. <laughs> well, you're going to after this next section. Talk about Game of Thrones. Nobody here. See, I wish Emily was here because she could have Game of Thrones conversations with me. Yeah. But I have to carry this alone. So you were right, though. Well, Spoiler alert. I was 95% <laughs> right. So. Yeah, because I, I specifically, you remember you mentioned that uh, theory. I did mention it on the last episode. We that, speak it. And it happens. Yeah, that uh, that the character in the show. Oh, spoilers! By yes, the way, spoilers. For, for anybody that hasn't watched Game of Thrones or is caught up, go catch up or fast forward and then come back and listen to this. But, but yeah, I spoke about a theory that I was you know reading about about how Hodor, the character in the uh, in Game of Thrones, that is responsible for for defending and getting Bran around one of the Stark uh, children, and we had said that. That I was saying that um, that his name is short for "Hold the Door," in an episode last uh, the last episode of Game of Thrones, it turned out that uh, he had in order for Bran there was some stuff that happened, and that in order to keep Bran alive, Hodor had to hold the door in order for Bran to escape, and by doing so, he sacrificed himself. So they confirmed, oh man, that his name was short because. He was being basically like mind controlled, mm-hmm. and he he was actually being mind controlled from the past. And by doing so, they were telling him to hold the door, but it basically broke his mind. And all he kept repeating to himself throughout his whole life was "hold the door." So they handicapped him basically his entire life for that one purpose at the end of the the the, the episode. So it was it was it was a little, it was a sad episode. And yeah. then also one of the dire wolves named Summer. She sacrificed himself as well, herself as well. Oh, wow. You guys don't care. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, uh, it does affect me though because my Facebook newsfeed is nothing but memes. Yeah, and with like door stoppers or I don't know or elevator buttons that say "hold door" and with a picture of him beside yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, the the creators of the show they actually apologize for all of the uh, the memes that it has uh, spawned. Yeah, I mean. You're right. I mean, I almost didn't go into work the next day because I was so upset. Oh, man. Yeah, I almost called off. Yep. So, but uh, enough with that sad, sad news. Yep. Let's talk about good news, Justin. What, what would that be, Travis? Well, maybe some news possibly from a little company called Rockstar. You may have heard of them. The energy, the, uh, energy drink? No, no not, not the okay. energy drink. The maker of games. Yeah, the maker of games. Um, So it's been rumored, you know, that Red Dead two is going to come out which would be great and there's a little bit of fuel to that fire because a few months ago red dead redemption was accidentally made backwards compatible for for like a a day or two um but supposedly according to insider sources uh rockstar will announce a new game at e3 this year 
and many people think it's going to be Grand Theft Auto 6 or Red Dead 2. Since we just got GTA 5, which I know we didn't just get it, but we've had it for a while. But they will continue to update it like they have been. Yeah, it'll. Yeah, it's still fresh, but um, you know, I think it'll be Red Dead 2. I mean, I am perfectly fine with that. Yeah, Maxwell, did you play Red Dead at all? Uh, I think like that's probably about forty-five minutes worth. As I say, that's that, it. It's the Western Grand Theft Auto. If you haven't played it, right? No, it was a uh, fantastic. I just never purchased it. Oh, oh well, well, you'll be getting two. If you ever play games ever again, if you have the time to do <laughs> one so. day, one day, I long for a day to play games. Yeah. Well, that's exciting news. I mean, I'm really starting to think that this is really going to, this is going to be one of the best E3s we've had in I a long hope. time by a lot of the rumors and stuff that's yeah. kind of coming around, you know, maybe one day we'll be popular enough where we can go to E3. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, um, the only reason we couldn't go this year is to get a press pass. You have to be in existence for like six months. Oh, well, we're going to get there for you guys, and we're going to do things. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, speaking of Rockstar, I actually went back and started playing Grand Theft Auto V again last night because I have not beat that game. Are you serious? Yeah, the big reason is is when it first came out on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, um, there was a... There was basically a glitch in the game. You told me about this. That if you didn't choose um, a certain a certain thing after a mission, that it broke your game, that you could not complete the next mission. And by that time, the Xbox One and PS4 was coming out, and I didn't get to beat it, and then it came finally out on the new consoles. And I've not actually just went back and tried to beat it. So yeah. I'm going. that's the next thing I'm going to beat. You know, I don't know why... But I felt like this game went, I don't know if it is shorter, but I feel like it was shorter or it just went by quicker. I beat it so fast, and I don't know if it's just because maybe I'm switching characters and it feels like, I don't know, but it. I don't know, I, I beat it very quickly. Well, the big thing with that game is the online community. I mean, I yeah. know that a bunch of us played Grand Theft Auto Five for the longest time. Even even Maxwell played Grand Theft Auto Five for, for a while. Yeah, I think that's minutes. one of the two games I've ever played in the last... 10 years <laughs> that, that that and battlefield 4 right that's right <laughs> which oh i'm so glad we're on the show and this is completely off uh off of our notes but s- since you're here i haven't got to get your thoughts on it because i haven't talked to you in a month is what is your thoughts on battlefield one going back to world war one that's a good question uh did you even know that was a thing did you even know that was a thing yeah no 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 it's <laughs> i'm honest i saw the uh trailer i'm like really excited about it I think we don't need to go into the future anymore, right? Yeah, I I seen that and I was just thinking uh you know how excited I am how excited I am for a change of pace in the trailer. I mean, obviously, once I see gameplay and you know there's a beta and all that stuff, I'll yeah. be more excited about it, but but I'm not upset at all that it's going, you know, away from the present time. I think it's a welcome change. Uh you know, one of my favorite games was Call of Duty War at War, especially when they introduced zombies. Like, I loved that game. Yeah. And then once they got past present and way into the future, I just stopped caring about those games. So, you know, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, I think, at a holiday season because there's a lot of games coming out and a lot of direct competitor games like that coming out too. So, um, But I just want to get your thoughts if you're kind of excited because I have a feeling you'll pick – that'll be a game that you'll pick up because you get a lot out of Battlefield games, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I've gotten every one since Bad Company. Yeah, that's they need to come out with a new Bad Company is what they need to come they out do. with. I love those I'm games. wondering uh, how the mod system will work in this uh, new Battlefield, though. So, you like, uh, somebody made a joke. <laughs> I think we were, saw it in our same chat um, where somebody had the horse. 
like you could mod the horse and you could put new like shoes and then just like funny stuff on it but it was all just <laughs> but my question is will, will we get jetpacks in this game <laughs> in the past how yeah, else are you gonna get out of the trenches yeah that's true <laughs> Yeah, that's true. The f- yeah, the fact that this game is going to be focused around like trench warfare and stuff, because yeah. uh, that was a brutal time. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So I hope they're able to capture that in game and they don't shy away from it. Yeah, you know. So, all right. Well, moving on. Uh, sorry about that. Went off on a tangent. Let's get into some Xbox news, Justin. Okay, let's do that. Um, so this isn't. It's not a huge deal. It's just kind of cool. But uh, so this past week xbox released a bunch of inactive gamer tags that were claimed and uh i got one <laughs> so i'm pretty happy about it but uh you know there were some issues uh some gamer tags were released and they're still not available for whatever reason but this is kind of a cool thing that you know that they freed up gamer tags from 10 plus years ago that you know some guy bought and then i don't know maybe died and <laughs> you know it's just it's just nice that it's available but uh yeah it's pretty cool i wish sony would do that yeah, I uh I wish a, Sony would let you change your name. Do they not? They have no. to. Mm-mm. No, you just You're have to locked. create a new account. Yep. Wow, that's crappy. Unless it's changed in the last year, so I tried to change mine and it's it wasn't available. Let me ask Maxwell how much he even cares about an Xbox gamer tag. Uh, what were you talking about? I said <laughs> I said I wanted to ask you. Well, this, I know what that you was, said. That was kind of that the perfect. My, yeah, that was your that, answer. I got it now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you care you care none at all. Yeah, I uh, the only reason I would even care is for some odd reason when I was transferring from the regular Xbox to Xbox 360, for some odd reason I got locked out of my account, and that was before obviously your games were tied to your gamer tag where they would save to the cloud and all that. And I didn't bother even figuring it out. I just created a new one. So yeah. I, I, you know, you did show me that my original one is available. It is available. But I have so much stuff invested in this new one that I I I just can't go back. Yeah. Why did you go back? You just wanted to... I never had this one. I just always wanted it. Oh, well. Yeah, that's why I had to have that X at the end of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dumb X. Dumb X. Well... Yeah, stupid letter. Yeah, don't be giving it out on the, on I'm the not podcast. Going to. You might have a lot of hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so hated. Yeah. So, some other Microsoft news is... Because uh, we've been hearing a lot of rumors about Sony coming out with a, a new PlayStation, a 4K-enabled PlayStation, yeah. PlayStation 4.5, PlayStation Neo, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there is now news that Microsoft is in production um, of possibly two different Xbox consoles. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, and one of them is set to possibly be revealed at E3 in 2016, this year. Wow. Uh, possibly one of the new ones is going to be 40% slimmer than the current Xbox, which... Does that make it 40% less crap? <laughs> Jeez. I hope. <laughs> Let's mute him for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And... and, and I don't know, Justin, you may have an opinion of this, yeah. but so as the PlayStation progressed with the exception of obviously when you went from PS2 to PS3, the substan- the console got substantially bigger and then it eventually got smaller. Yeah. And then when you went from PlayStation 3 to PlayStation 4, it was a fairly th- slim console. Yeah, uh, but when you go from 360 to Xbox One... Oh, my One, God, it's huge. It's like a VCR. It looks like that suitcase over there. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. But uh, so the fact that it's taken them this long to make a slimmer console, yeah. uh, you know, just amazes me. I feel like it should have been slimmer as at least as thin as a 360. Yeah, I know? agree. But I guess not. But, yeah, so 40% slimmer, a big deal, is going to be a 2-terabyte hard drive, possibly, you know, I will say one of the things I do like about the Xbox One, 
um, is that you can actually just plug an external hard drive into the uh, the Xbox to get external storage. Yeah. The nice thing about the PlayStation is you can upgrade the internal storage, which is nice. But I wish that you kind of had both flexibilities. Yeah. Um, you know, so that might be one thing that they may possibly add. Who knows? Yeah, the external storage where it's USB 3.0, it actually is uh, a lot faster than the internal storage. Yeah. Boot which, times are a lot better. Which just blows my mind. Yeah. Right? So, but, uh, and then the second console that may be in production, uh, codenamed Scorpio, it, it will actually supposedly have a more powerful GPU and technically capable of supporting the Oculus Rift, which I know is something that you just recently picked up, right? Yep. <clears throat> so... What do you think? What do you think about about the rumors of an, a new Xbox? Do you think it's Do you think it's something's probably for sure going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I think that and the PlayStation is going to happen. Um, the Oculus thing—it's been kind of rumored for a little bit where they partnered with the just having the controller ship with the Oculus, but, but I don't. It would be nice, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but I mean, it's okay. I'm not going to buy a new console just because it's smaller. Because I've already cleared out, you know. A shelf for a, a whole shelf. Yeah, a whole shelf for the current one. Um, if it has a more powerful GPU, I'm sure there'll there'll be games that will take advantage of that, and then I may upgrade. I'm not going to upgrade for something slimmer, but I may upgrade for that. So I'm uh, thinking more powerful. Obviously, if it is going to support the Rift, that's one of the reasons. But also, kind of like yeah. what the PlayStation is doing is now 4K support for video games, which. Yeah. You know, 4K is... I don't have a 4K TV, so it's hard for me to get excited about that. Like, I know you do, so that's a, right. that's a selling point for you. For me, it's I wouldn't yeah. run out today, but if I had a 4K TV, then yeah, it might, yeah. It might interest me. Now, Maxwell, is any of this enough to make you want to buy an Xbox? Nope, but I will say, <laughs> it seems interesting um, that we're getting to that point with technology or just high demand from the consumers. Because if both of these companies just released a console around the same time, the new generation... And they're now going on to basically like a 0.5 model, you know? So is this like the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6S? Like it's the same, but better. So people will go out and buy it. Yeah. Are they they taking like a note from people like Apple? Well, I think they, I mean, that's possible. I see it. I see it as being very, very similar to the model that Nintendo uses for their DSs. So you had the three, you had like the DS, then you had the 3DS, then you had the new 3DS, which came with a little joystick and more powerful hardware. So, you know, I'm starting to think that, you know, is the life of a console now only three to four years instead of the traditional six to eight that we're used to seeing getting out of a console life? Or is consoles going to get to the point where they're like PCs, where you'll just literally just start upgrading the hardware that's inside of your machine instead of just having to buy a whole new one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that would be great. It just doesn't seem like financially that they would want to do that. See, I was thinking that too, but at the same time, every two years we turn around and spend three and $400 on a new phone. So, I mean, yeah, technically we do it already um, because yeah. we're cheap. If they could get if they can get to the point where consoles are more like modular where they're very oh, easy to swap out components, like I think that could be huge because oh, yeah. they could say, "Oh, you want a new processor, here it is." Well, that's or, the rumor. That was the rumor for the new Xbox that it was going to be kind of just upgradable. So if that happens, that that's a pretty big deal. Well, I know that I mean, obviously it's probably no no shock to anybody that I was a 360 fan through and through, and then when I went to the new consoles, I switched to being more of a PS4 person instead of instead of an Xbox One, 
the Windows 8 interface and just the, the console itself just totally just turned me, I wouldn't say turned me against Xbox, but it was less appealing to me because I didn't feel like I wanted the Xbox One to take over my living room. I just wanted it to be a really good gaming console. Yeah. Whereas the PlayStation... They've kind of shied away from that. Yeah. And the PlayStation, to me, out of the out of the gate was just geared more just for gaming and everything else kind of was secondary. Yeah. So I think that, that Microsoft is trying to play catch up mm-hmm. a little bit um, because... For months and months and months, uh, you know, the PlayStation has outsold the Xbox One and continues to do so. So I think they need to switch up something in order for them to kind of to stay relevant. I mean, there's always going to be Xbox people because I find people that play Call of Duty mostly play on Xbox. Um, you know, now, but now with Xbox being more of a PlayStation title from branding standpoint, I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen. So, yeah. um, and then one of the other thing in Microsoft news is also being rumored is they're working on streaming boxes similar to uh was that a cat <laughs> is that your diabetic cat no it was luna she's oh. not a fan of being held oh well oh. i was gonna say i didn't notice diabetic socks on that one so i didn't <laughs> think it was so speaking of which how's that situation working out uh it is what it is it's working <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is and it ain't what slowly it ain't. but surely she had yeah. a carb count <laughs> yeah, okay. on that Atkins diet. Yeah, so. exactly right. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, Microsoft is working on streaming boxes. They're they're going to be. I guess uh, there's going to be two different types, similar to there's going to be maybe two different types of Xbox ones. Um, one is going to be more like a Google Chromecast or a, or an Amazon Fire Stick. Uh, and then the other uh, supposedly is going to have those features, but also uh, have additional features. Uh, something similar, maybe like a Steam Link, where you're able to put them in a different room and be able to stream your Xbox games from one room to another TV that maybe you don't have an Xbox hooked yeah. up to, which I think would be kind of reminds me of the PlayStation TV model. Yeah. PlayStation TV mo- uh, didn't really work that great, in my opinion. Yeah. So maybe it's something that they'll be able to, to do you know, much better. Yeah. Um- the whole uh, stream boxes, though, kind of made me, it reminded me that uh, a few months ago on Reddit, uh, Reddit went nuts over this. Um, Steam registered a subdomain. It was xbox.steampower.com. And every, it was right before an Xbox event, too. And nothing happened. <laughs> like, nothing was announced. But I wonder if maybe the Xbox will be used as a stream box for Steam. That seems like extreme wishful thinking, but it'd be neat. Yeah, I mean... It definitely is wishful thinking. I mean, seeing how both of those are direct competitors. Yeah. But, you know, if if it could be... Because, see, obviously we know that Microsoft is trying to become more of a universal platform between yeah. if you buy a game on Xbox, you also get it, you know, on PC. we kind of seen that with... People uh, get mad about that. Yeah, we, we've seen that with Quantum Break, yeah. right? And to be fair, I mean... A PC is Microsoft is is Microsoft Windows, and then you have the Xbox, which runs, you know, the Xbox OS, and they're both owned by the same company. So theoretically, you would think it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. However, with developers, it's going to be a big deal because obviously, they don't want to cut their sales in half. If you have somebody that wants to play with friends on PC and then also wants to play with friends on Xbox, developers are going to want them to ha- have to buy that game twice because yeah. you're cutting into their shares at that point. So Remember uh, Portal did this. It Portal did. 2 oh. came out, and if you bought it for your console, you got a free copy for Mac or Windows. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, so, it was, that was only for P- uh, PlayStation. Which is even more interesting. Yeah, And cross-play yeah. was also enabled, I think, where you could play with uh, people on Steam and you on your PlayStation. 
I think so, yeah. Yeah, so so I'm almost wondering if this relationship with Steam is because Microsoft realizes that they're not going to be able to make it a unified system where if you buy it on one, you get the other, but if they allow you to stream your Steam library through your yeah. Xbox, maybe that's a way kind of to appease, you know, PC players. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not like an engineer or anything, but, I mean, it doesn't seem like it would be that much of a technological feat to accomplish that. It's just, I think it's just a matter of, Hey, we're going to put our stuff on your console. <laughs> well, not really. I mean, because I mean, I think it would be simple because you have the Steam box. Yeah. Like, uh, what are they? The Steam Links, I think. Steam Link, like, yeah. You have a Steam Link box that's already designed to do that. That's. You just have to put the software on the Xbox. Yeah. In the so, form of an app. Yeah. So theoretically, so, here's my thing for you. You both of you have uh, compu- gaming computers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And you play like Call of Duty or something. No, I hardly. I mean, any kind of fir- any first-person shooter. Well, yeah, I do sometimes. Oh, yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. No. So you have the advantage of the mouse mm-hmm. and well, like how accurate your shots are versus somebody with a controller. That's another thing too, though. Is Microsoft that would be is supposed s- to such unfair? Plus, especially if you can like remap. I know in Call of Duty, like World at War, you could uh, remap the mouse keys, so you could just have a single-shot gun, but you could remap the uh, scroll wheel. So and you could just scroll. flick your scroll wheel and be like, brat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I do know, like, uh, mouse and keyboard support is actually something that's supposed to come to Xbox. I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, there's already a device you can get that makes your uh, Xbox think that you're that you're using a, a controller, but it's actually a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, and uh, that's a good point, Maxwell. That's something I really wouldn't have thought of. But also to that, like what Justin said about bringing uh, keyboard and mouse support to the Xbox, that kind of lines up more with maybe what they're trying to do with Steam. Because if you're going to stream Steam games to your TV, you may still want to play with a mouse and keyboard. So those things could go hand in hand. So I think the other thing that, sorry. No, go ahead. I'm going to just keep on going. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, (laughs) When. Not only are we talking about like the differences of controls and stuff, but with a PC, the fact that you can upgrade all those parts, you're constantly like s- speeding up the GPU and all that stuff. So it's not really a fair battle for somebody that can get the frame rates out and you know all the details and graphics and resolution that you wouldn't be able to get on a console. Right, yeah, and, that, and that's a great point. So I think it's going to be interesting E3 for sure. It's going to be interesting to see what everybody kind of brings to the table. I'm curious if Microsoft is going to obviously announce this console like the rumors have, and then also I'm kind of curious because a lot of the rumors are saying that this supposedly new PlayStation is possibly going to be ready for a fall release. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting year this year at E3. It's going to be a huge E3. I think it's going to be one of the best. And you know what's going to be... Uh, interesting is that this is going to be one of the bigger years i think at e3 for um vr i oh, mean yeah. because now that a lot of these units are going to be out because the oculus is out and the vive is out pretty soon or is it out now vibes out yeah yeah so i'm interested to see what developers are going to be bringing to show off those you know those as well yeah. um so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it for sure so yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of Oculus, Justin, uh, I know that you've obviously picked one up. Yeah, I did. I have not had a chance to play it. Maxwell, have you got a chance to play with Oculus or VR or anything like that? Not even a little bit. Well, okay. unfortunately, Ju- I think Justin's going to give us not a full on review. But no, I'm, yeah, I'm not ready to give a review yet. Um, I haven't spent a ton of time with it, but I can say um, it's impressive. Um, and you know, there's the the debate between Oculus and Vive, and I I can't I haven't played a Vive, I can't tell you how it is. I do know I have a concern with the motion controller, but we'll talk about that at a different time. Um, basically, um, it's the technology is there. It's very impressive. It's very 
it works. It works really well. Um, when you first boot it up, it just it's kind of like an, a video kind of that you're watching and you're like in a museum and this dinosaur charges at you. And then there's one where you're like sitting on top of a skyscraper and that one really kind of like, I was like, you know, what the heck? <laughs> don't put me up here. But, uh, I don't know. It was really neat. And it, you know, it came with a game. It came with Lucky's Tale, which is kind of like a Mario game. And, uh, it, you're kind of, I was kind of thinking, why is this game in VR? Why am I not, you know, looking through his eyes basically first person, but it worked. It worked really well. Like I could, you know, look ahead, uh, I just looked ahead away from the mic, which was stupid, but um, I could like look ahead and see what was coming, uh, you know, and prepare for that. Um, and then we were uh, the people at Five O Five. Shout games, out to Five O Five. Five O Five Games. They gave us a copy of The Climb, and um, uh, Crytek gave us a copy of Adrift. So uh, I've been playing those. Uh, the Climb is gorgeous. Uh, the visuals in that game, uh, it, just amazing. Uh, the gameplay, I'm not very. I mean, they're not very good at it, or it's just clunky. I'm kind of afraid it's clunky. What's the gameplay like? Is it a? I mean, it's I, a rock climbing game. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. From the climb, I kind of. Is it a? I assume a first person. First person, right? yeah. And it's oh. it's it's challenging. It's actually really hard. Um, is but it like it, cliffhanger with Stallone. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Wait, good. is Stallone calling in? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, but then Adrift, this is where things got messy. Oh, um, man. Adrift is a beautiful game. I didn't know this was a Crytek game. I bet yeah, you I think so. I bet you it's gorgeous. It is, yeah. Um, it's good, but this is the only game where I thought I was going to see my dinner again. Uh, I got, I started to feel really sick while playing it, um, which is the first time it's happened. And um, I just. I don't know. It, it, I started to get motion sickness. So I'm kind of taking a slight break until I get some Dramamine, some motion sickness medicine. But uh, I'll tell you right now, it, it is impressive. It's hard for me to say, go out and get one. The price is a little steep. And if you don't have a gaming computer capable, it's even steeper. But the future is interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing where all of it goes. Yeah, so Adrift is uh, 505 Games and uh, 310. I, they may use the Crytek engine, but that's... Oh, my bad. That's who it is. Yeah, my bad. Shame. Shame. Oh, this is really bad. I can't remember who made the climb then. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks for whoever sent the climb. Yeah, we appreciate it. And we're going to write up a full review and uh, do all that great stuff. Yeah, as long as just Justin can manage to keep his dinner down. So Yeah. Now, Maxwell, has your position changed on VR? I mean, I, I know obviously you haven't got to play with VR, but... Uh, has it started to pique your interest in any way? I know that you were kind of in the same camp as me about not really caring, but didn't know if there's been anything that you've seen gameplay-wise that's kind of piqued your interest at all. Uh, honestly, I, I mean, I'd, I'd like to definitely try it out just to see how it goes. Um, I'm, I'm just worried bet... about oh, I being... Like... Sorry, I was going to say, with you being in Miami, I bet you can go to a Best Buy and try it out. Yeah. They have them yeah. in bigger cities. They don't have any at our local Best Buy, but... Also, Microsoft Store, I think, is hosting, uh, which that's weird. I think the Microsoft Store is hosting HTC Vive demos. Oh, maybe it'll support Vive instead, Whoa. which will be awesome. Especially since they have the controllers and stuff. <sighs> Those controllers aren't that great, man. You haven't even played. You don't know. There's no face buttons. It's limited on what it can do unless you have to buy a new set later. Well, well I, I know that with Maxwell being in Miami, that if he goes to his local Best Buy, I'm sure that he can try on an Oculus Rift, and he could be transported front row to a Pitbull concert. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because where else would you want to be if you could be there? 
Am I right? Yeah, if you could pick one place yeah. virtually to be. Now, the, my only concern is that um, that oh gosh, like putting it on and then expecting to see certain things, but not actually seeing it because you know it's it's not really there. Like you look down and you expect to see your body, your feet, or something like that, and you don't. Like you're gonna get kind of this disconnect. Yeah, that's that's one thing that's interesting about the HTC Vive from what I've seen is that a lot of the stuff that they do is um it's more like uh I'm trying to think uh how do they call it? It's it, what kind of reality is it? Augmented reality, that's what I'm trying to think of where you can see like your surroundings but they put things in place like in real world. And with the HTC Vive you can actually get up and move around as opposed to the Oculus where you're sitting stationary. Now, I'm sure with a drift, you probably still feel like you're moving. I imagine that yeah. in a drift, if you're sitting in a computer chair, you and, probably feel like... Yeah, right now, the Oculus is a seating or standing uh, uh, device, but when the when the touch controllers come out, it will... I don't know if it'll... It, I did see... A, it's like a diagram that showed the space required. It did require less space than the Vive, but... Um, it's still a good amount to walk around in, so it looks like it will kind of meet that. This is that the, the HTC definitely piques my interest a lot more, and I imagine it as like a future way of playing laser tag. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. you imagine that? That'd be awesome. Like, that yeah. would just be killer, and like it, you could have a lot more environmental like reactions and stuff. Yeah. So there is a um, I can't remember uh, I can't remember where it is, but they're actually coming up with a. Uh, it's like a VR theme park where they actually have rooms mapped out specifically and you have VR on and you're going through them and you can actually use like guns like you're in actual shooter situation or things like that. So I'm anxious to see like when those things actually start dropping. It just seems like VR is really starting to take off. Yeah. I definitely feel like we're not nearly where we need to be, but yeah. I feel like... There's another device. I actually, uh, I spoke with the PR guy for this company. Um, it's called the Virtuix Omni. And it's the uh, it's kind of like the treadmill that you strap the harness around your waist, and you run around in VR. And the videos for it, like they've already got to work with a bunch of old games like GTA and Bioshock and uh, Skyrim, and it looks so much fun and a workout. So <laughs> that's true. And that's the one thing I was going to ask you, Justin, for the short time that you've got to play. Did you feel like there was a disconnect? I mean, obviously, I know that you probably feel like you're there at some point, but did you ever feel like you were taken out of that experience because you still had a regular controller in your hand? No, no, Mm-mm. no, it was pretty, no. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious of, if- yeah, I was, I, I was kind of afraid of that. Um, but like, especially like I told you during that intro video, when it puts you on top of the skyscraper and you look down, it's just kind of, I was like, what the heck? <laughs> like, yeah. Not cool, man. You know, but, uh, it's been great. Um, no disconnect. I am excited to get the touch controllers though, because, they look really nice, and I hear that they that they just feel and work really well. Well, I know that you're going to be gone uh, next. Is it next week? That's week after next. Week after next, and you you may let me borrow them, so I might put some videos up of me tripping, yes. tripping out to some uh, some <laughs> Oculus Rift. So yeah. I might toss my toss my not toss my salad. That is not <laughs> <laughs> toss your cookies. I might, I might. That's t- the one you guys were talking about last week. <laughs> yeah. Might, toss, toss your cookies. Yeah. Oops. I'm about to say toss my cookies or laugh at my shoes. <laughs> oh man, that is not good, sir. I'm totally gonna leave that in there. I don't even care. Anyways, let's talk about, uh, there's been a lot of news about 
new consoles coming out, and obviously one of the other ones is Nintendo. You know, we've heard so long about yeah. you know the NX, and you know, are they going to announce it this year? Are they going to announce it next year? We don't know, but. There's also news that they're planning on releasing a new handheld alongside of the NX. Now, I don't really know much about if this is going to be... Nobody knows, man. Nintendo doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> they have no idea. Yeah. Is this is this going to be a new 3DS type device? Is this going to be something that's designed specifically to work with the NX? Is it a standalone device? We do not know. I have but... no... Uh, yeah. I'm not even going to try to guess. I, I'll just wait until they show me. Yeah. I mean... I could shoot. I could. I could throw an arrow to dartboard in the dark and probably be closer to to whatever it is and what they think it might be. And then you'll toss your salad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in in the dark, tossing it. So, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, that's that's not really even enough to be news, but that's just something. That yeah, I mean, it's something to keep an eye on because I have a feeling if they do, they're gonna communicate together in some way, and then I feel like there might be a bundle that. Maybe the two will come packaged together. But, yeah. I mean, like I said, at this point, it's really anybody's guess as to what Nintendo's doing. Yeah. So, one thing that you told me about today, Justin, actually, that I had no idea about. Um, so, one of the games that I didn't get to play before I sold my Wii U was Mario Maker, which I hear is phenomenal. Oh, it's great. Fantastic. Yeah. A lot of fun. But you said there's a, there's a Kickstarter project for uh, something that's similar to Mario Maker. It's called Legend Maker, right? Yeah, it's a fan... Uh, take on Legend Maker. I think there used to be more Zelda themes, but I, I have a feeling they were probably told to stop. Um, but basically, you go in, you make it's basically exact. It's Mario Maker, but for making uh, Legend of Zelda type dungeons and stuff like that. Um, you can back it on Kickstarter right now. Just go to Kickstarter, search for Legend Maker, and there is actually a demo you can download and play right now. Um, I didn't get a whole lot of time to mess around with it, but it looks promising, and they haven't met their goal yet. They've got like 18 days, so. Go uh go on there and back this project. Yeah, I mean, I will probably definitely back it just for the simple fact that I missed out on Mario Maker. Yeah, you know, and now this is uh, PC only, right? No, if you look at their funding uh, chart, they do hope to make it for PS4 and Xbox One. Oh well, hopefully it it actually comes out. Unlike Mighty Number no. Nine, I don't yep. want to talk about it anymore, but it's never coming. It does. Yeah, the graphics wise, it looks like it's right out of um, the Legend of Zelda from Super Nintendo. Uh, what was it name of that one? Uh, Link to the Past. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it looks just like it. <laughs> yeah, but they just change the character sprites so they don't look the same. But um, yeah, that's a very exciting looking um series. Now, do you uh are you able to make? I I can't pull it up in front of me right now. But are you able to do like co op type, like make a game with like co op or anything like? that? I have no idea. I mean, there's a limited details on it. I mean, I'd say it's one of those things that they'll always grow and expand yeah. upon it, but I'm not sure. I do have a feeling, uh, well, not even a feeling, it's almost a guarantee at this point. Um, when it comes for PC, you know that people are going to add the sprites to put the Zelda stuff back into it, so that'll be nice. That will be limited on consoles, I'm sure, but for PC, that would be pretty cool. Well, speaking of uh, Legends of Zelda, let's. Uh, we're, we're thinking about maybe doing a new section called Ode to Classics, where... We basically just highlight a classic game, and we mm -hmm. talk about why we love it, why we hate it. If you know, if one of us doesn't like the game, uh, but you brought up a good point, Legends of Zelda, right? Yeah. So let's just pick that as our classic of the week. So okay. we didn't really talk about one. All right, let's do that. So I think that's all something we could probably talk about. So do you have one, of, just the first one, or a different one, or I, I would say 
I mean, I guess we can all talk about what our favorite Legend of Zelda game. We can just talk about it as a franchise as a whole. Yeah. Okay, so Maxwell, what would you say your favorite Zelda game is and why? Uh, that's, that's a good question. I mean, the Ocarina of Time is, I think, most people's favorite. But talking about Link of the Past, um, it would be a tough call between those two. Now, is that because... Uh, I mean, so you would rate them probably very similar as far as how you like, right? It's really a toss-up. The word toss right, keeps yeah. coming up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to toss the salad one of those, it would probably be a link to the past. So that oh, means yeah. you like it or you don't like it? I can't, no, remember, I love if, it. Yeah. I can't remember if tossing salad's a good thing or not. <laughs> it depends uh, on where you are. Yeah, well, I'll if you're at a salad the, bar, uh, it's okay. To that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> are you at Ponderosa or are you at... In prison. Um, the place that used to be a Ponderosa. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Oh, oh I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. He's referring to a local strip club at our place uh, called Southern X. It actually uh, <laughs> it actually used to be a Ponderosa. And, and in my mind, I did not know I've that. told everybody this, that in my mind, every time I drive by it, and keep in mind, I've never been to a strip club. Uh, every time I drive by this place, I think in my mind it's that it's just a bunch of girls in there dancing on buffets because it used to be <laughs> yeah. a ponderous. Sneeze guard up and everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, speaking of Link to the Past, um, I can't remember. You have a DS, right, Maxwell? Yeah. yeah do you, do you have a 3D? Three, do you have a 3DS or just a regular DS? Uh, 3DS. Okay. Did you play Link Between Worlds? No, I want to, though. Oh, it's okay. so good. Well, I bought the uh, Spirit Tracks, played it for about 20 minutes, and thought this is the biggest load of crap. <laughs> yeah, you definitely... you just tap with your stylus the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, no, you definitely, uh, especially if you're, if you're going to be doing any more traveling for work, you should definitely pick that game up, because if you like Link to the Past, it is a follow-up to that, and it is fantastic, so... Well, good to hear. I will. Yeah, what about you, Justin? Favorite Link or favorite Zelda game? Uh, you know, I was kind of... Same boat as him with Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time. Those are the two that probably the biggest uh, impact on the series. But I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to go... Um, so when I was a kid, I beat Ocarina of Time, and I kind of felt like my life was over because uh, <laughs> I had no more purpose or meaning. Um, and then I discovered Link's Awakening on my uh, Game Boy. I think it was the Game Boy. I'm not really sure which one it came out on. But um, that game was really good, and it kind of broke away from you know, the others in the series. And I just put hours and hours and hours into that game. And I even, I now own it on my 3DS. I play it sometimes, but even while it's not my favorite, it's the one I could take with me when I was a kid, <laughs> whenever I had to go places with my mom and dad. So, um, that was just a really, just a really fun game. I really enjoyed it. I like that. Thank you. I like it a lot. Thank um, I'm also, I'm also going to kind of go out in left field here because, I myself also kind of like you guys, like a lot of people, the obvious choice is either Link to the Past or Ocarina of Time, but I'm going to go with Wind Waker. I know that that game gets a lot of crap because it looks like a childish game and it's uh, and it's self-shaded and it, it was totally different than any of the Zeldas yeah. you've ever played before, but just something about being on a boat. I'm just, on a boat. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Just sailing around, looking for treasure. I mean, it, to me, like, it was the first one that I felt was a true... I mean, because we obviously know that Ocarina of Time was an open-world Zelda, so yeah. to speak. But it was the first Zelda game I felt like was truly open-world because it had a huge world in it. Um, you know, and just... It's one of the ones that I just... I don't know. any. I could just pick up and play any time. I mean, I beat Ocarina of Time, or Ocarina of Time several times. Yeah. Um, and Link to the Past several times. But 
I don't know, just playing through uh, Wind Waker, it was just my jam, man. I loved it. Wind Waker was one of those games that when they announced it, everyone got really pissed off because of the uh, cell shading. And then when they played it, they kind of shut up. But I will say this. Um, I bought the Wind Waker Wii U edition. Uh, like, I bought the Wii U console, everything, like the one with the markings and whatever. But um, I don't know. It just kind of fell flat for me. I don't know if it's because the games that came out after it, like uh, Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess or what. But I just... Uh, I don't know. It didn't really hold up for me. So, it was, so for you, it, it it didn't stand up to the test of time. So to no, speak. I loved it when I played it. I put like, oh my gosh, I played that game so much. And then just, I don't know. I played maybe five hours into the remake before I was like, eh, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's all of our opinions. We're allowed to have them. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I w- it's still a good game. I just, you know. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, what is next? Because. I don't have my notes in front of me. What happened to your notes? Uh, it says I can't connect the internet. Uh, mine says that too. Does it really? Yeah, you must have lost your internet. Except, oh boy, but Maxwell's still here. Max? I'm still here. Do yeah. you have notes? I control the internet now. <laughs> it's it's actually said this for a while. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Cause Unli- next. Unlimited. So now, on to the next thing. We're talking about pick of the week. <laughs> Whoa. Pick of the week. Well, do... Maxwell, I feel like you're not even going to have a pick of the week, bro. Nope, I ain't got one. Unless you got a Game Boy Micro. Pick up a... <laughs> pick up a Game Boy Micro, your local... Uh, <laughs> yeah, far, the battery's market. probably still good in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, my pick of the week, I mean, I know it was my pick uh, last week. No, double dipping. I can't double dip? No, you can't double dip. All right. It's lazy. Okay, actually, no, I'll tell you exactly what my pick of the week is. I just picked up a 21... Is it 21, oh, no. 21, nine aspect ratio, 29 inch ultra widescreen monitor for my PC. Um, the reason I picked it up is I've always wanted multiple monitors, but my desk isn't big enough to support multiple monitors. So, uh, I picked up this ultra screen monitor and it is by far one of the coolest purchases I've made. Um, the big reason I like it is you can have two applications side by side and it makes you feel like you have two monitors. But when you're playing games, the aspect ratio allows you to have a, a, a wider field of view. Yeah. Now, what I will say, one of the things I don't like is it seems like some older games like Skyrim and a couple of others do not s- support 21.9. So what is your pick of the week, Justin? Okay, uh, my pick of the week is my favorite show, which is Lost. Um, except not in the way you've probably seen it. Uh, there's a website called chronologicallylost.com. This guy, uh, he deserves a medal. He uh, went through and, and re-edited the entire series uh, to where the events take place in order. So, you know, like when the show starts off, the plane crashes, that's where the show begins. But Spoiler alert. <laughs> that's Yeah. Uh, but the show is told through a series of flashbacks. So really, on episode one of Chronologically Lost, it uh it starts off with the flashbacks and just works its way through the crash and then whatever may happen after the crash, which that actually is spoilery. So, well, Maxwell, you didn't you didn't watch Lost, did you? Nope, but I might do this one. <laughs> well, would you recommend if he's never seen it? Would you recommend him watch it in the regular order? Watch the regular version first. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'll if you, never watch it then. Well, if you're never gonna watch <laughs> it, then go ahead and watch it chronologically. <laughs> you might be a little confused because. Uh, without saying too much, there no, may it's be... so confusing. Now I get it. It's fine. You know, but... it, it ended like six years ago. Um, <laughs> there's uh, there's some parts where they jump around time. Yeah. So no, there's a there's a guy that did this with the uh, Star Wars movies before the new one came out. Uh-huh. 
and he dropped the episode one because you, you should drop it yeah. always. He probably dropped um, two. And as then well, he just kind of he flip flops them around. It's called the machete like version or something. Oh man! And he just tells you to basically just watch them in a certain order um, because it follows it in, increases Luke's story, uh-huh. and it it tells like it's more about him the entire time, which is, sounds really good. To check that out. Yeah, that is that is super interesting. All right, well. Um, Maxwell, you don't have a pick, you said, right? Correct. Well, I love you anyways, even though you don't have a pick. Uh, You're my pick of the week. No, your pick of the week could be Pitbull, Mr. 305. (laughs) Uh... In reality, as much as we've joked about it, no, never Pitbull. <laughs> no. It's at this point, it's just funny to me, but no Pitbull ever, please. Okay. And, not, and not even the new uh, white suit that you bought? Well, that's just because I'm staying alive. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, so we're up to what? The, we're about to close out what, episode yeah, five? This is episode five. We've hit a milestone. We have hit a milestone, and that's actually really exciting. And we've gotten some, We've we've actually went up quite a few followers on facebook right yeah and we now have an instagram account so oh and that you know what thanks to emily for giving us that idea to have a to an instagram account and uh also uh one of the things is we somebody won the calling right they did yeah um i don't remember their name well they may not want you to give it anyways but (laughs) yeah but someone did win it and i hope you enjoy it yeah, I, I actually just downloaded it on Steam last night, but I haven't played it yet. It's pretty good. Uh, we plan on doing more giveaways uh, in the future. Probably have uh, one maybe a little closer to E3. Yeah, yeah, maybe. if, if uh, We would uh, ask you that if uh, you guys would um, make sure to uh, like our Facebook page. Also make sure that you subscribe on uh, iTunes or however you normally listen to podcasts. We're on multiple different uh, platforms, different apps, so yeah. Yeah, and if you want to check out where all you can listen and follow us at, uh, you can actually check our check out our website at nerdswithmikes.com. That has basically everywhere where you can find us. Uh, the only thing we would ask, uh, we really would like to have some more reviews on however you listen to us, whether it's iTunes or uh, Intune Radio on uh, Android. Um, you know, however you listen to us, we would appreciate some reviews. Cause we have, yeah, we have 10 reviews. They're all five stars on iTunes. If we can make that a hundred by E three, someone's gonna get a puppy. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> gonna give a get a puppy or a diabetic cat. Sorry, Maxwell. Puppies oh, are oh no. That's puppies are puppies are sweater puppies. <laughs> Jeez. That's my, a VR VR. That's game. a VR game. Yeah. Oh, VR titties. I got you. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Um, Max, yeah, and be sure to follow us now on our Instagram, which is Nerds with Mics. Yeah. Yeah, and Twitter, Max, Twitch. Yeah, Maxwell, you can be in char- you can be in charge of our Instagram account. You can take all the pictures in Florida and make us look popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take pictures of a group at a beach and say these people are at the Nerds with Mike's event today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but we appreciate uh, all the support and uh, all the listeners and everything. Does anybody have anything else to add? I'm good. Maxwell, thanks again for uh, joining us. Hopefully, this becomes now that you're back to some sort of sense of normal that you'll be able to join us a lot more. So Yeah, I hope so. Yes. Okay, well, have a good one, everyone. Bye. Bye.